It is time for Streetwise with former chief of the New York City Sheriff's Department, former chief of the Seagate Police Department, retired New York City detective, Time Warner Public Access Media Award, Joe Franklin Super Excellence in Broadcasting Memory Lane Award, New York Veteran Police Association Streetwise Productions, host of Streetwise, Mr. Lou Tarano. Uh, good evening and welcome back to Streetwise. Interesting uh, guest here this evening, although I have two more to follow him that are also just as interesting. So uh, i got to be a politician when I introduce uh, people on the show. Anyway, uh, when I say interesting, he is a composite artist with the Nassau County Police Department. I want to welcome to Streetwise Detective John Fennessy. John, welcome to Streetwise. Thank you, Lou. It's an honor to be on your show. Thank you. Appreciate that. You know, there's an old cliche, the pen is mightier than the sword. In your case, your pen puts people who are bad guys in the pen. Yes. Pretty yes. much. You know? It's, it's a lot of times it does, yes. You know, with some people, when I when I did send out a press relief and press release, people were saying, you mean they still do composite drawings in today's world with all the the computer stuff that's going on. And, uh, that's my first question. You still do yes, uh, composite drawings? Still freehand. We do composite yes. drawings, and it's uh, basically on an 11 by 17 tablet. Uh, hmm. You know, we, we, we sit down a victim, a witness. The whole process could take anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. Right. The first 15, 20 minutes, you're just trying to get a feel for the person, get the basic information. Right. And uh, a lot of times uh, you get some people where the story isn't up and up. Correct. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so yeah. the first two or three minutes you get in a feel like, okay, what's going on mm. here? So, but you get, you know, when you have a true, legitimate, you have a victim. and Right. And it's tough, too. You have to know when to interview them also. You get a rape victim. You yes. have to be very careful. And you can't, a lot of times you can't see them right away. You have to let them Correct. wait. So every every you know victim it's it's different every it's circumstance. It's a technique. It's a, a special technique. technique. Exactly. Yes. That's, that's yeah. And we do you know we we start with we we're still doing freehand. I know mm. this. There are you know uh, computer uh, right. software out there. Faces ID. Mm. And. Uh, and, you know, they look fine. It's like putting a puzzle together. Though. Right. It's not quite the same as having a, a freehand sketch mm. when you put it out there and you have it now out in the bulletin and you, just, you want the poster. And it looks a little better. If you get a good you get a good witness, you get a good composite, right. and it really makes a big difference. Right. It indicated a moment ago that the, the uh, I think reading between the lines, the witness may not be 100% correct or legit. I'm putting those yeah. words in your mouth, but I think right. you indicated that. So you gotta, so you gotta use your, your police psychology. You do have to use police psychology. You know, people yeah. think you know these kids go to school, right. and they hear, oh my God, I'd love to be, a, you know, it looks great on TV, mm. and <laughs> you know, oh, I can, you know, do, it's it's more than sitting down and doing a composite. Correct. You know, it, it's just you have to do the interview. You, you have to learn how to read people, and mm. body language is a yes. big thing, and. And then people express, you know, parts of the face, and it, it takes a while. You have to, wow. you know, they're saying round eyes. You have to, uh, well, Correct. is it the whole eyelid? Is it the shape of the iris? Mm. And so there's a lot of different, you know, right. things involved with, with, with doing a sketch now, that way. Is it beneficial if you say you have five witnesses and you, uh, I want to use the word interview? interview separately and then you put it all together is yeah we, we don't something? put out five separate composites correct the, yeah we we, we get the best it together we get the best witness yes we get the best witness we got the best view and there you know and then if somebody 
Uh, another witness wants to take a look at minor alteration on the composite. Right. We'll, we'll have them take a look and say, okay, and then uh, maybe make a minor alteration mm. on the composite itself. Do people lie? Truthfully? People have lied. Okay. People have lied in the, in the past. It's it's happened. Right. You know, not often, but it, it's rare, but it, it's, right. it's happened. Well, that's the audience here. Why would a person lie? Right? If you, if they're, they're supposedly a witness to a crime. So if they want to be helpful, why would they lie? So the audience, I have my theory, but what would be, you know, in your case? Well, yeah, you may have a victim, uh, you know, fabricating a story about a mm. robbery and they're yes. somewhere they weren't supposed to be. And it's, you know, they, yes. and it's funny how they, they they come up with a face now and they'll say, all right, I'm going to describe Joe Schmo and right, from right. out of left field. And it's like, okay. But, mm. uh, yeah, it's it's very, very rare, though, it, it, but it has but, happened. It's, mm. it's happened. You know, the uh, – you all, even though you say you have uh, a photo or something or something from the cameras in the area, do you still do a composite? Um, yeah, it's, it, they're not requesting composites as much now if they have a clear video. Correct. But, uh, you know, because now my office, we also have facial recognition. Because right. uh, we handle it's myself and Detective Bischoff. There's only two of us in my office, wow. Rogues Gallery. And uh, we have the admin rights for the arrest database. So this way we have to seal arrest photos. We have to update arrest photos. So it's, you know, it's on a daily basis this has to be done. Hmm. So... So um, your unit is called the Rogues Gallery, mm-hmm. right? And we all know the Rogue is, I think so, right? So <laughs> old you know, French term, the old yes, rogue vagrant that became a absolutely. Thief. In my time, and a couple of cops that were sitting, they're going to come on. They're going to come on at uh, when you leave. Uh, they're kind of young, but I'm sure they remember. In my time, you'd have to go to BCI Bureau of Criminal mm. Identification yep. in, in you know in the city to. To do what you know, get what you do, right? You know, right. and uh, but of course, with all the uh, computerization today, it's that's I don't know if it's they still do it. No, they know? do, they, they do. still do. Yep. Yeah, I believe they have uh, four, I think mm. four or five. They still imagine that four. There used to be a whole floor, no, I know. years ago in the old uh, uh, Larry Lombardi say, Who remembers that on Broom Street or whatever, <laughs> or downtown New York. You know, the old BCI. So, yeah, my uh, office, too. They, you know, they had uh, uh, two artists, two computer guys right. who handled the rest database. We mm. had a secretary, and, oh. and we had, you know, crossing guards would come and help us. Like, uh, Great. You know, when they were off the crossing, they had time to make up, mm. and they were the ones that were doing the updates and, you know, helping out with the with some of the work. And uh, so we don't have them anymore. Well, Just the two of us now. Oh, when you say crossing guards, <laughs> what, would they, uh, what would be their input? Uh, they were just doing with paperwork too. And oh, okay. Oh, oh, got it. Got it. With paperwork, so it, it's just you know, it, it, mm. it helped. They will. It, it helped a lot. All right. So, Detective John Fantasy, uh, who who would be a good witness? You know, because I, I know my time used to say young kids and senior citizens, pretty much, to be a good witness. But in, in regard to composites, who would be a good witness? The best witnesses are young girls when it Great. comes to mm. faces. Right. Teenage girls wow. and hairdressers, very good with detail. Great. Yeah, the, the great guys are good with cars. You get the general description. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> right? It's just, but the girls are the, they're the best witnesses for faces wow. now. Can you, I know there were times, I'll blow my horn a little bit as a retired detective, uh, you sort of had to, like, convince the person to cooperate. When I say convince, 
in a nice way, you know, mm-hmm. realistically, right. calm them down, tell right. them how important it is yeah. because somebody was seriously hurt and we want this person off the street, mm-hmm. right? right? Do you guys do the same thing, you and your partner? A, a lot of times we don't, we don't have to. I mean, okay. it, this, it, we really, they, they're coming to us and they, they want, you know, they uh-huh. want a sketch. It's, it's, you know, but a, a lot of times they will get there and they're, they're like, and they, it gets a little hazy. It does, but mm. it's not easy to remember details, you know. Correct. That's why we try to get them as soon as we can. Very good. You know, they're a victim. You try to, that day, you, you know, the sooner the better. Mm. Okay, it's fresh in your head. I want you to describe just, we start from the top of the head down. Right. Shape of the face, start with the hair, and then we work our way down. Mm. That's how we, we deal with it, you know, after the interview, the initial sit-down process. You get the, the basic general description, find out what happened, you get a feel for right. your victim or your witness, and then you start with the composite. And that's how the shape of the face and from the top of the head down is how we work. Right. Yeah. How did you get this talent, to John Hennessy, to do that? And, and you know, it's funny. It's uh, in my family. There's eight of us, and it's I've got two sisters, and I've got a brother. We have the talent, and my parents don't have the talent. I mean, it's oh. <laughs> it's just I, I had an uncle who was, hmm. I guess, was, used to doodle now and again. But uh, I started. Interestingly enough, off of baseball cards. Oh. Yeah. When I was mm. young, I used to do baseball cards. And then from there, I used to do, like, caricatures right. of my teachers in high school. I, I, and I had an art teacher, Mr. Majeski, God rest his soul. He was great. He, he saw my potential. He goes, oh, you know, kid, you've got some talent. You're going to be good. I go, ah, maybe I'll make a drawing. I'll make a, you know, right. my magazine. My, my big heroes are, like, Mort Drucker of Mad uh, mm. Magazine and <laughs> Jack Davis. I know. It just, and then I used to do these um, caricatures, but I also was an autograph collector, and oh. I'd do these caricatures of famous personalities and mail them out there to get their autograph. So now when you retire, you can start selling these things, right? <laughs> yeah, I you know, right? Yes, you can start you know, a whole new, yeah. well, pretty much uh, similar. Any case that, that we know of, a high-profile case in the county that, that attributed you Attributed it to you and your partner in your, the rogues gallery? Well, we just had a, a recent one, um, you know, the body that was found in Massapequa with the MS-13. Wow. You know, yes. um, it, it, the, the photo I had, it was, you know, the kid's face, it was horrendous. I mean, I had to try to, that's another thing we do. We yes. Just do, we, we have to now, you're not going to release a morgue photo to try to ID Correct. this person. So I had to do a freehand sketch mm. and really try to work on it the best I could. And he was ID'd by a friend of his who, who recognized him, and they got a name of the kid, so they were able to identify him. Well, great. So, in other words, if the body's there, mm-hmm. you go over right there and you... Well, no, I, I got, I got I the, the, the morgue photos. Morgue photos. Yeah. Put the morgue photos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And MS-13, because there's so much of that. I had yes. my last several shows, it seems to indicate MS-13. So, mm-hmm. in your case, too, was helpful. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's a shame. It's an it's an ongoing problem. It's uh yeah. it's rampant especially on the island now, you know. Yeah, you know Suffolk. Interesting because it's so rampant that the president of the United States of America came out here exactly. to Bayshore Brentwood yep. to discuss MS thirteen. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. And you're in the business thirty one years. Thirty it'll be thirty one years in January. Wow. That, so it's uh yep. have you ever seen it? I'm going to drift a little bit because you are still the detective. You have you seen it this series out there on the island with MS-13? Can you think of it? I can't. And no, I, mean, I know. can't. No, it's, yeah. it's gotten to be like an epidemic. It's really, it's, it's bad. Right. But, uh, and I'm in the unit. I'm in Rogues now 20 years. I started oh. out in the 5th in Elmont. Right. 
I, you know, I started in 87. I was in the academy January of 87. In July, mm-hmm. I was uh, in Elmont, and I worked uh, Franklin Square and West Hempstead. Right. And uh, then from there, um, uh, I went to the 7th Precinct for three and mm. a half years, from 94 to 97. Mm. So, yeah, just 20 years. Just the other day, as a matter of fact, uh, yesterday was the 20, 20th anniversary. It was a rogue. Oh, the honest, that, oh, interesting. <laughs> 20 years. Wow, I know, it's like, oh, I never thought it. So it's funny. I had to be talked and going over there because right. in patrol, I mean, it's 12-hour tours. It was like a part-time job. You work two, you're off three. That's right. You work three, mm. you're off four. So then the artist calls me over and he goes, ah, we got an opening over here, you know, mm. it's a good gig. He goes, ah, you work Monday to Friday, you get the weekends off. I go, what? <laughs> Monday to Friday, yeah, yeah, you work eight hours. I go, ah, I don't know. Ah, you get the shield, you get your own car, you right, know, right, it's right. embellishing a bit. It's like, Oh, yeah, he goes. Ah, you know what? Give it a try. You could always go back to patrol. I go. All right, I'll give it a try. And you but fell in love. Yeah, it, it's it, at first it's like wait, I don't know, but yeah, then I fell in love. It's just it's like because the weekends off did mean a, a big thing for the family. It was right, uh, you know. And eventually, then in, in 2000, you know, I was there three a little over three years, mm. and then we got the nine hour tour, so we work uh, four or off three. Right. How do you get weekends off? People get killed on the weekends too, boy, John. No, I know, I know. <laughs> if there's a big, we get called in. If, if I do, that's what you do. You get yeah. called in if you need it. If we need it, we do get called in. Um, we also do photo arrays, oh. photo packs. Oh, great. Because it's from DMV photos. You know? Yeah. They send it to us, and we, we're, you know, we just yeah. got to do matches and our Yeah, let's talk about that. So aside from you being a great sketch or, or artist, you know, in New York, work in New York, you, there's a, you call Nardis, but there's another way before yeah, that. Yeah. You know, another couple of ways before that, but you're a real artist. You're a real artist. Uh, some of the things that Rogue's Gallery does, you yeah. know, because you mentioned the photo array. I didn't, I didn't know yes, that. Yes, yes, yeah, because yeah, like I said, we, we have the administrative rights for all the arrest photos. Mm. But this way, um, we have to do photo arrays. We've, we, say you have a leaving the scene, physical injury, mm. somebody gets a plate. The squad detective has the information. They right. subpoena for the you know the, you know the license photo. Right. So, well, what happens is uh, you know you've got you know how these DMV photos are. Right. You got jewelry, some people. Went. So a lot, yeah. we have to work in Photoshop. We have to actually yeah. make it fair, so you have fair representation in this photo array. Mm. It's got to be you know totally objective. So uh, that's what we have to do. Yeah, some people would assume that you just just sit there and. Talk to somebody and say the nose, how the nose, the eyes, like you said, the color, oh. the lips, and the hairline, and all that stuff. Yeah, no, that's it. Composites, like, like I said, they're not. Uh, when I first got there, the first year we were doing, oh my God, 200 composites a year. Mm. Two to 250 is a big, big workload. And then it's just, over the years, it's, you know, like I said, it's a digital world now. Right. Everybody's got the camera you know, on the phone. There's cameras Absolutely. all over the place. And there's, you know, you get good clear images and yeah so you know now it's we helpful. have facial recognition in our right. on our office also how do you tie that in with your artwork and facial recognition how does that tie in you know, in other it, words uh is, is that that's helpful to, it, it does to, help out yeah. you know distinguishing features on the face right. it, it it does help out it's, right you know and it, when I first got to Rogues in, in back in 97, right. I had to go down to the FBI Academy for three weeks. You mm. do a three-week course at the FBI Academy in Quantico. And the first like week and a half were there. They're dealing with facial reconstruction. You basically oh. deal with you know, making a face from a skull and forming a face with clay. Yeah. And you get glass eyes and... and 
You know, I figure eh, we're not going to deal with that. Out west, they deal with that a lot. Right. You know, they're finding skulls, skeletons yeah. out in the desert, and they, they try to identify somebody by they'll do a facial reconstruction. But I did have a case. Uh, it was a state case of uh, remains that were found out in the, found in the Northern State Parkway, mm. and I had to work with that skull. And they never ID'd the, the person anyway. It, probably a low-level uh, drug dealer. Uh, oh, okay. That was then it was dumped there, probably in the late seventies, and you know, it was there for a while. Right. I remember it had a members-only jacket. That was kind of. Preserved. I recall that. That was <laughs> out in the papers. Yeah, members-only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When that was popular, that was the only ID that this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was wasn't there a. Uh, at first, I thought you might have been talking about one of the. Gilgo victims. Oh no, no, no! Right, this was, was off the Parkway too. I think, which was different from the Gilgo Beach. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was uh, in the median uh, uh, on Northern State Parkway, right up by Sunnyside uh, Boulevard, uh, up, uh, right. right on the National Suffolk Line. Mm. They found the remains. So, uh, and uh, my partner had to deal with remains of a uh, body that was found up on the North Shore, and that was after Sandy. Mm. You know, she washed ashore, uh, you know. But it, it's all up to uh, basically uh, you have to find out what the sex and the race and you want right. to get the general age. And there's a lot of guesswork, too. You don't know what the hair yeah. is like. Right. <laughs> so obviously uh, profiling helps. Yes. Right? Yeah, it does help. It does yeah. help. Yeah. Because uh, people, so many guests throughout the years, uh, uh, people are a lot of anti-profiling, which, you know, not to get a little political. Right. But... I know when I went to homicide school, which I did when I became a detective, mm -hmm. you had a profile. In fact, before in the city, housing transit city, they'd have to rely on the FBI because of their sophisticated uh, right. things that they had. So you had a profile. There was no two ways about it. So I, some people got angry when I said, the, uh, if you go on the plane today, if, you, if, you, you know, if you're a 75-year-old uh, woman from Sweden, it's from Sweden because there was a case like that in the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Why would you strip search this person, right? Right. When everyone, and I'm going to say this, that fits a certain description that are, you know, suspect of being a terrorist. Mm -hmm. Certain country, certain skin color, height, age, correct? Mm -hmm. There's a certain age. There's never, I don't think there's a 80-year-old terrorist uh, Polish guy going on a plane that you have to worry about. Uh, here I am drifting again. I'll probably get some calls, you know. But you do have to target a certain ethnic group. Do you guys do that too when you're drawing? Is no. That, is that, I mean, no. it's helpful. In it, other ways, is it, does it narrow it down if someone says the person might have been Mexican? It, it's somewhat, yeah. Somewhere. You do try to find out, you know, when you ask, all right, you say male Hispanic. Do, right, what male you Hispanic. Yeah. yeah, Mexican, you know, Central right. American, and they will. Central, all right, yeah. they look like, you know, they're Mexican. Okay, so it, that does help. That's not, that's so, so you do, like you're saying, profile in that way. Yeah, because right. you want to narrow that's it that's down. That's what I meant. Yeah, and, yeah, and it, it does help. Yeah, no, right. Everything absolutely. In police work, everything is, is helpful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, did you have a case where somebody uh, actually denies being a witness? In other ways, you, you drew the uh, composite and the assistant and the rest, and then the, can you, do you need the witness after that to come to court, or did the squad it's, detectives do? The squad detectives they, do, but it's don't. very rare. But I haven't heard of any problems. I've never heard of any right. problems in the past. And it's a funny story. I remember when I was first doing the job then, I had a, it was in Valley Stream, and I had I'm doing the sketch in this laundromat because a lot, of, yeah, you know, you got to go to where the people do the work. You go to the right. house, you know. It was easier back then. The more people cover the office, I can go out and I can meet these people. So I'm doing the sketch, and some other lady comes running in. She's going, 
I got a better look at it. So the two of them are like fighting. It's, oh. I had to break up this fight because the other one wanted to get involved and get involved and describe this. For, like, oh. <laughs> it causes this scene at those larger man. And I think I had like two months. I go, what the heck? <laughs> What's going on here? So, Did you interview them separately? Or I, I just because? interviewed. I kept with the first one. Yeah. Yeah, the other one was a, a mess. Oh, head case. Yeah, was, I like, can say. It was just like, oh, my God. Right, right. Running in for the store. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> who is this one? Do people come in and fabricate? Like I think you sort of lean towards that before too, just to get you know get somebody a problem, maybe an ex boyfriend, ex girlfriend, or someone that they want to jam them up. Did you ever get that? Somebody that uh, a fictitious description? Yes, it's it. Years ago, I had one that like that. It was a girl who was describing something, and it, I, like you're saying, I think it was her boy. She didn't want her boyfriend to find out. You know, there, there right. was a case like that. That was a long time ago. So when you're listening to yeah. Detective John Fennessy, you have to have a a technique. You can't just be able to create with a pen. Right. You got to do like you said a moment ago, body language. You got to exactly. do psychology. It's mm -hmm. no ways about it, right? Yes, sir. And you have to be a people person, which you are. Yes, you know. I try to be anyway. You know, well, you well, are because I, I can I can tell them, which which you know helps you in in, uh, in what you do. Now, also, you are going to drift a little bit. You sort of want to support an, uh, an event that's coming up that's related to. Autism, John Fennessy, and how can how can I be helpful with you in this public uh, information? Yes, I appreciate it, Lou. If I can mention it, somebody sure. at work. Uh, Correct. Uh, he's uh, there's a endless summer benefit. It's called. It's tomorrow over at mm. Kingston's Clam Bar. It's at 130 Atlantic Avenue in uh, West Sayville. It's fifty dollars per person, food and drinks. There's music by. Ed Travers and others. Uh, it's a benefit for Autism Speaks. Right. And it's going to be from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, tomorrow, like I said, uh, at Kingston's Clam Bar. So, uh, you know, if whoever right. can make it down, it's for a good cause. So that's Sunday, September 24th, yep. which is tomorrow, yep. Sunday. And I want, the reason why I say that, because in case I redo your... You know the interview. Mm -hmm. People won't be going there. You know that's why I got to have to mention the date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes I read, yeah, two to six. You know yeah. what happens? What I do sometimes is that, yeah. like, with, with yeah. uh, say one of your cases comes up a couple of months from now, where as a result of you doing the artwork, and the, the result happens, yeah. a good result in the apprehension. So then I might want to play your interview again. So, oh, so okay. I don't want the people going there to the clam bar, right? Four months from now, you know, in, no, yeah, in February in a snowstorm, right? I so, wish I could go myself tomorrow, but I have my uh, father's 90th birthday tomorrow. Oh, God bless. Good yeah, luck. 90, uh, uh, over at the Nook, uh, we're having it in Wantor. Oh, Yeah, okay. 90 years old. Mm, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, pretty close to that, I think, you know. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know. I wouldn't mind... Uh, well, I hope I make it. We hope we all make it to 90, you know? Yeah, I'll tell you, he's doing real well. You know, he, he had his birthday on the Thursday. Which is, yeah, Thursday was his birthday, and mm. he's doing real well. Old farmer from Ireland, oh, and he came here. Yeah, yes. I worked with him for many years in construction. He had his own business, Fantasy right. Enterprises at a floor park. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so this way, you know, he did a lot of work in the community. John Fennessy, any police officers in your family? Are you the first one? I'm the first one. You're the first. First one, and then after I you know, went to Nassau, my cousin went to the city six months after after me. Oh. And then my brother went to Floral Park. He worked as a Floral Park uh, cop. Oh. And he just retired two years ago. That's the, probably the best move. 
Yeah. Park, I would think. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's better than a housing project on the subway. I know. I know. He walked from his house to work every day. Absolutely. It was great. Or the two-way precinct up there in Harlem. You know, I cops and I went out tough job. What do you wear? Oh, old Brookville. I said, oh, my God. I don't want to talk to this guy. You know? So, but... You you think you're going to have longevity? Longevity because everything is so computerized today. Are yeah. you guys going to run out? Are they going to down the road? They're going to use the. I mean, we're getting. Of uh, course, some people are surprised when I mention, hey, mm-hmm. you got the composite artists. They, they right. still do those drugs. All the, like yeah. you said, cameras and videos and everything. Yeah, it's all there, over. There's still plenty of places. Or, or, yeah. There are no cameras, and it's a last resort. And uh, like I said, you get a good witness. Right. And it's it, it you know it, they put it out there, and you still need it. You still need it. Yeah. They still do. Believe it or not, they still need it. Uh, John Prentice, I want to get a con. You got to leave a contact number for tomorrow's event, the autism. Do you have an email or a contact okay, number? Okay, sure. They want to, people uh, are, you mentioned what, two to six? Is that it's correct? It's two to six, yep, and yep. Any contact information? If you give me a second. Tomorrow, well, tomorrow which is uh, Sunday the 24th, 2 to 6 p.m. Yeah. And we're, we're trying to get a. People interested. It's a great cause, by the way. You know, uh, autism, and there's like many other uh, everything inflictions or disease. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, welcome to the club. What you know, as they say. So, uh, you know, because there are people that have someone in the family or a friend that suffers from an infliction of autism. Okay. So they have a the website. They don't have a contact number. Well, anything but the web, you can give, we can website, put out. The uh, website is isfkids.org. Isfkids.org. Kids.org. Yeah, it's the inclusive sports and fitness. They're the ones who are sponsoring it. Oh, good. Give them a so, plug. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this way, that they're sponsoring this event, and they oh. do a lot of great work. Wow. Speaking of get great work, uh, don't hang up, folks. Of course that. Uh, at 5 p.m., we're going to be promoting a Blue Mass event. And I have two former uh, responders. I'm going to say responders because they, even though they were police officers, there were many responders that were involved in uh, 9-11, uh, firemen, police officers, and construction workers, and a lot of civilians, and you know, th- things like that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to promote this great mass that's going to be, you know, I'm going to say, it so happens that we're all close to the area where they're going to have it in St. James's Parish, which is my parish, by the way, even though I maybe go every five years. But anyway, it's uh, my parish, and we're going to talk about that when John Fennessy leaves. Oh, summing up, John, do mm. you, uh, are they going to fill your spot when you retire? Because you might retire soon, you said. Yes, um, they, will, they are going to fill my spot. Right. Yes. Okay. Will. Now, this is a, a two-man uh, uh, office or it's a a unit, or unit, I guess. Yes, it's a two-man uh, unit it, 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 you know, at this time. That's, right. Oh. oh. Maybe they'll okay. make three down the road. Uh, what would, you know, in the, in the minute that we have, mm-hmm. uh, and, and again, anything you're working on now that might, any high-profile cases now? That right now? Yes. No, there's nothing there right now. Okay. I'm working on. I no, guess that's no, good. No. no the, my partner got that call. There was a, uh, a home invasion uh, down in Freeport. Oh, but, uh, okay. It, got, it was at the point that just, they just didn't get a good look. They couldn't describe uh, this person. It happened so fast. And, uh, mm. Yeah. But, oh, uh, okay. High-profile case, and, but 
Well, you, know, you can only do with what, uh, well, what you get. Interesting interview, by the way. My, my guest, uh, Detective John Fantasy, the Rogues Gallery is a composite artist. What's your partner's name? Let's give him a plug. Uh, Detective Tommy Bischoff. Tommy Bischoff yeah, is Tommy with you. The two guys yep, yep. do all the Good artwork guy. for Nassau County PD. Yep. Thank uh, you again, Lou. No, my pleasure. And by the way, congratulations, because I know you guys have been helpful in solving a lot of crimes out here in Nassau you. County. Thank you. Uh, hang in there. Come on. Coming back in three minutes, my two other uh, great guests, John Prentice, thank you. All right, thank you, Lou. Thank you. Right, hang in there. This is WGBB AM 1240 and W240 DF FM 95.9 Freeport, New York. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities. A world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday, I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. We're back. Okay, I'm, I'm back with... Uh, was not a great interview with Detective John Fantasy. Okay, now, I have two other outstanding former cops. They're very tired. But let me tell you something. They haven't forgot what they did when they were on the job. They're still out there helping people. And now, of course, they're, they're going to talk about this great event uh, that's coming up October the 1st, uh, Blue Mass. I want to introduce, uh, and I want to welcome back, by the way, Larry Lombardo, retired sergeant, uh, NYPD Transit. And then, I don't know if you were, were you a captain or something? No. Uh, well, Brian, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. Oh, you? Retired captain. No, please don't say. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want to. <laughs> okay. And, and, of course, Northern New York's uh, finest. Worked in a tough area up there in the 2A precinct in uh, Manhattan. I want to welcome Larry Lombardo and Brian Fox to Streetwise. Hey, guys, I'm glad to have you here. Oh, Thanks, great Steve. to be here. Okay. Now, uh, well, you've been here before, right? right? Yeah. So I'm going uh, to tell Brian then, you know? Okay. The, the event coming up, how did you get involved in this event, uh, Brian Fox? I'm a parishioner over at St. James Parish in Seaford. Oh, you are? Yes. Parishioner, okay. Um, and so three years ago, we had the uh, funeral mass for Brian Moore, Detective yes. Moore, who was killed in line of duty. Right. And shortly after the mass, <clears throat> maybe a day or two later, um, uh, pastor reached out to me, as well as another retired police officer, John Horn, mm. and asked us if we would be interested in doing a uh, blue mass. Right. It's not just for cops, even though it's called a blue mass. Correct. It's basically for all first responders. Mm. So this uh, Sunday, or a week from tomorrow, actually, October 1st, we're going to have our third annual blue mass at St. James Parish. What does a blue mass actually <clears throat> mean? You know, uh, Is it a different from a regular Sunday mass or service? No, we call it a blue mass. It's basically they honor all first responders. Right. Um, police officers, firemen, um, construction workers, right. nurses. EMS. And then we have EMS. Right. And then we have a fountain 
um, on our on the grounds of the parish. Mm. That afterwards we go over the um, bagpipes are there. Right. We all march over there, and then they have this fountain, and they put blue lights in it that day. Wow. And our pastor says a mass. Um, the bagpipes play a couple songs, and it's just the mass is the same. It's just that all first responders are honored at right. the mass. Right. Right. Uh, Larry, you could, you know, you're very involved in this because you were here last time promoting, getting in the back again. Now, there's, isn't there another a blue mass? Is there, or is this the same one? No, no. There's another blue mass That's coming up. Yes. On October 15th. That's another one. Okay. Now, for those who live, let's say, in Westchester, the Bronx, right. or the city, there's yeah. one in Dobbs Ferry. Oh. On October 15th at Our Lady of Pompeii Church. 95 Palisade Street, Dobbs Ferry, New York. And this is run by a prior good friend of yours, Randy Jurgensen, detective. Yes. Who lives uh, he lives somewhere up there, doesn't he? Right, he yeah. does. Um, right. Circle of Six, Correct. plus his book yes. with the Cardillo case. Yes. Uh, the mass will be at 10.15 a.m. with a reception to follow. Oh. Um, when I went last year, I got to tell you, Randy nailed it. I mean, he did a great job. Yeah. I mean, we had families there of, you know, who were killed yeah. in line of duty. The Dobbs Ferry police chief came. It was, it was mm. a, for the first time, it was a great crowd. That was the, when you said that was the first time? First time he oh. did it. First okay. time he did it. Now, this is the first time I'm going to uh, Brian's. Brian. Yeah. And I'm hoping to do one with the uh, FOP soon. And the Knights Columbus, what I do every year with Knights Columbus Correct. is when I have my communion breakfast, I right. do it in memory of a cop that was killed in the line of duty. So my first year when I... A recent, I mean a recent... In other words, if someone was killed on line of duty, the council will go over different names. Uh, Last year was our ninth anniversary. Right. So we want to honor someone in Valley Stream. Uh And that was um, uh, Scarangella, Luke's... um, Yeah. I think um, I forget the first name. That's all right. So John Scarangelo, I apologize. Uh-huh. Vivian, please forgive me. Uh, John Scarangelo was killed in 1981, May 1st. Mm. Um, I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with the story. He and his partner, Rainey, pulled the car over. It was a van. And um, when they approached the car, the, the, I guess it was a black liberation army came out shooting. Yeah, and then right. I think yeah. they said that Joanne Chesimo was in that vehicle. Yeah. And so yes. She eventually went down to Cuba. And, um, still in Cuba. Still in Cuba. Still in Cuba. So that's another political and, show to and that's discuss. Not, <laughs> and that's not the uh, uh, only homicide that she's wanted in connection with. We all know that. With the two exactly. upstate police officers and the, uh, right. and the Brinks. Right. Brinks that's correct. Was all, yeah. That's so, correct. So uh, I know. Do you know, believe it or not, I almost had an opportunity to interview her. You know? Yeah, I was putting something together. You know, but the, what I was concerned about with it is it really her? I had somebody right. from Cuba mm-hmm. that right. was putting it together, but you know, right. it could be some actress. You, you know, sure. so I wanted to. That's why I was reluctant to do it because I, I wanted. Hey, we're from the city. We want facts. Even right. the guy from NASA want facts too. I don't want to you know, be careful what I say. You know, so, so. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, you know, any any. Uh, this is a special reason for you, Brian, why you uh, involved this. You're a parishioner, which means you do you hold, conduct, sort of a, you assist the priests. Uh, well, I am also a Eucharistic minister at our oh, parish. Oh, okay. Um, the parishioners are just basically all the people from the neighborhood. That's yes, but some are active, right? Some are more active. Right, some are more active. Yeah, that's, um, right. that's what I should have said. And our yeah. family, you know, um, yeah. our whole family's my whole family's pretty active. Oh. Um, I actually happen to be a uh, Eucharistic minister. Oh. And and on Doran Brian Moore's funeral, right? Uh, my pastor actually let me give communion. I was the only lay That's person who was able to give communion. It did do that. So it was it was very touching. It was wonderful. Yeah. And then it was you know, right after that, I think that this was probably his first mass for our pastor mm. um, for a line of duty injury or a line of duty uh, killing. Right. And uh, he just 
real nice guy. Just, you know, I think he was touched by it. Yeah. And shortly after, like I said, it was a day or two after, he came up to me and said, you know, as crazy as it was that day, getting everything together Correct. and all this, and, yes. you know, he said it was absolutely beautiful and wonderful, right. and, uh, you know, I'd like to do more. Right. And so we started at the first Mass. So it was, the Mass was in May of 2015 for Brian Moore. Right. And uh, we had our first uh, Blue Mass. We call it the Blue Mass, like I said, but it's really for That's everybody. Right. All responders. All, all responders. First responders. Yeah. Um, our first Mass was September of 2015. Right. We usually do it this weekend. Normally it would have been tomorrow. The reason we switched it a week is because tomorrow is the Tunnel to Towers run. Oh, right. And so a lot of firemen and police officers and first responders either have to work it or go to it. Right. So we felt like we would get a better response because a lot of the, um, we asked the precincts to come. Right. So like I was in touch with the 103 administrative lieutenant and 105 administrative lieutenant. Right. Because Eddie Burns just so happens lives on a, lived on the same block Correct. as Brian Moore. I know. And so the mass was also years ago, but was also in our parish. So mm -hmm. Brian Moore's brother has come the last, I mean, um, Eddie Burns' brother has come the last two years also. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And then um, Brian Moore's father has come the last two years, and right. they should He's be there again this year. He's also a retired sergeant. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, Lawrence Byrne, the brother right. that you're talking about, was sitting... Well, Larry, he was my guest a couple of months ago. I had the chance to meet him um, at a boat launch for... You um, sent me, and I did ask him yeah. about it. Could yeah. you send me a little... Yeah. Ask if he remembers being at the boat oh, launching. Yeah. I yeah, I, and I, the reason I, why I took that picture, I think I told you... You sent me the photo. ...is because it was by his, his launch is 451, yes. and that was my sergeant shield. Yes. So I said, would you take a picture of me? I guess he's like, you know, why would you do it? And he's like, you know, I guess figured we were yeah. there for... Um, Mr. Venditti, and I said, well, right. my shield number. He came out, he took the picture. Yes. Yeah. Yep, sure I did. Yeah, is, we're talking about the uh, right now the present uh, deputy police commission of the legal, of a legal, right. you know, he's That's an attorney right. as well, in NYPD, yes. So uh, he came out here, and I knew his dad, who was a lieutenant, that uh, passed away, I guess, five years ago or something. Yes. You know? They looked, right. it's, it's spooky because they resemble each other so much, right. you know? And, uh, but, any, anyways, but people don't know yeah. that Eddie Burden was a transit cop. Before he was a city. So cop. was the police commissioner. I right know. Now, I, know. I know. I'm hey. just saying. <laughs> hey, listen, my friend was charged as CEO of head of homicide oh. in uh, um, Michael Camadetta. Camadetti. He was from housing. He oh, was really? the, uh, he became uh, the head of uh, ESU. He wow. was uh, head of homicide, ESU. So housing and transit made the city a real police department. Well, the one-star <laughs> chief, the one-star <laughs> chief now in ESU was Vinny Giordano, who was a transit cop in District 33 with me. Yes, yeah. yes. And another gal, uh, she's a, I can't think of her name. Uh, she was from chief of housing, who was a two-star, three-star. I know. So, uh, well, anyway, that's, I have to say this. I got to take credit for that. I sat down with Rudy Giuliani, oh. formulated consolidation of the different Agencies, law enforcement, you know, tying in traffic and the public safety. That's another story. But anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the, the Blue Mare. How, uh, how, why is this so important to you, uh, Brian, sorry, Brian Fox, doing this Blue Mare? You know, it's because you, I, I can see both you two guys have a lot of compassion, Absolutely. you know, in this, and it's obvious. So, I think being a, you know, a Catholic and being a police officer, right. you know, kind of ties it all together. Um, and then you see... You know, you hear so much bad press about cops. Mm. But yet, you know, you go to the church, and when, uh, you know, our pastor, John DeRosmo, says, you know, all the first responders, please stand up, and everybody starts clapping. Wow. Say, all right, you know what? 
Great. Still, there are still good people out there. Right. Absolutely. So it's uh, it's nice. It's actually uh, they do a wonderful job there. It's uh, it's a good you know it's a good parish and right. uh, just a nice thing. It makes you really feel really well, good. You go there and you come out of there and uh, you have a good feeling. You have you a good feel feeling. Like, yeah. yeah. The uh, Father Tom from the God Squad. Uh, he started in St. James's yes. uh, Parish, and is, I think was 29 years old where he became a, where his first, I guess, parish, you could say, it was first church that the, uh, and uh, I was there his first year, <laughs> you know, when he did a service, you know, and uh, like us, becoming a cop, we're scared, we're nervous, right. you know. You, do but I find another place to go if you want to, like, again, yeah. you go to your masses? Correct. Also, the Towers of Freedom in Massapequa, Burns yes. Park. Yes, Tommy Smith and those guys over there. I oh, mean, great guys the with out. that. I mean, I went there to visit a friend, Timmy Motto, and um, just, mention Timmy, just wanted to walk around away from the hoopla, no one, no press. Correct. Nobody, just to walk around, I got to tell you, it was very... Another great feeling, right, when it, you go it, there. It was just something else. And just to, yeah. it's, it's, it's a place to go Relaxing. and reflect. Yeah. To reflect. Like, and I always Absolutely. tell, I think I've told you, I think I mentioned to Brian, right. my involvement with the Blue Masses and doing this right. on my end is right. because I always say by the grace of God, it could have been me on the subway station. Absolutely. Could have been, you know, so I always felt like I had yeah, that connection. You know. you know, Unless you walk the walk and you've done it, you don't know. Oh, yeah, that, I've heard people say, oh, they get paid for that's their job. Yeah, but to go out there and that's do that and to, and to stand, yeah. you, you don't know until you've lived it. I mean, Chief, you know, yeah. Nassau County knows, yeah, Ryan, know. the two, I mean, we all know. Yeah, We've well, done well you see, I talk about that. I just want to touch on that. I want to give a shout out because you mentioned his name, Timmy Motto. Yeah. Timmy is uh, a mover and a shaker. Yeah, he is. Right? <laughs> and I got to tell you something. Uh, he's all over the place, you know, yeah. which is good. Because he promotes everything that we're well, talking about. Plus, I'll be seeing him Tuesday night at the Columbia meeting, NYPD Columbia. I should meeting. be there, and you'll be there. I, I should be there. So we'll bring some. Uh, y- yes, I provolone, some salami, and whatever. Yeah, some bajuta, <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna have a good time. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's open to anybody, by the way. That's correct. Right. That's correct. So uh, I don't know. Richie Ornstein's going. You know, my oh. vice president. Oh. He goes to all the Columbia meetings. You know, but they tell time. him to bring the pastrami. Oh, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no. doesn't go with pasta. No, I'll of course bring the corned beef. No, <laughs> you know, but it's a great time. You know, it was, it was uh, Jewish New Year. I want to say I want to give a shout out, Happy oh. New Year. Oh yeah, to our friends. It was just right. the other day, yep. and then I, I, I was telling some friends, like, no, me and Richie Ornstein, my vice president, we went to Times Square. What for? New Year's? We were waiting for the matzo ball to come down. I know. So. I don't know if I can say that today. You know, you got to be careful. It's a cop sense of humor. I know. You know, and it's exactly what it is. If they don't like it, you know, they could, you know, what can I tell you? You, I know, could, you right. know, they can do what I can't say with two guys that are <laughs> parishioners uh, every week. No. Right, and, but, uh, you know, so uh, how many years is this again that, you, that you're doing, Brian? With, uh, this is going to be our third year. You're the third and year. it's the 1230 Mass. I don't know if I mentioned it. It's the 1230 oh, good, Mass, good, October good. 1st. Good. And then again, uh, we, we have, uh, you know, coffee and donuts and bagels right. afterwards uh, right outside. Right. We have the bagpipes there. It's Beautiful. Uh, the fire departments come. We're hoping they come again. Last year, they put the towers up with the flags. Oh, we all marched yes. through the flags with the bag, bagpipes over to the Blue Fountain. Mm. Listen, they played a couple songs. The father said a, a, a prayer or two. And uh, just right. very nice day. Right. Uh, Larry Lombardi, yours is how many years that you've been doing this? I've been doing this on and off since 2000. Right after. 12, there, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I was telling, you know, it's funny. When I start doing Blue Masters, like next week, 
is right. uh, twelve thirty. I know the Giants play at four o'clock, so I know I'll be home. And then the following weekend, the fifteenth, I know it's a night game, the eight thirty. But the way they're playing, who knows who wants to watch anymore? Oh, it was, <laughs> somebody said yeah, you got to go to the uh, FOP meeting in yeah. Levittown. Yeah, I wouldn't go. It was, it was the Giants play Monday Giants night. Giants opened yeah. up uh, Monday, Monday night. Know, Monday night. I know that they got to guys got to check the schedule before they start doing. Well, this I things. do all the time, but the way they're playing, I don't know. I think that's, that's true. You might as well. You're right. You're right. The way they're playing. Let's see. Yep. And I may be at the Jet game tomorrow. I have an invitation. So you sure you want? To? I, I can't. Well, I, I know, but uh, it's, uh, it's still I understand. Still interesting. Still yeah, fun. Yeah, it's going to be yeah interesting. And, uh, but speaking of going to events, I, I know it's off topic, so I, right. I'm very proud yeah. of this fact. My daughter Allison got us two tickets to the Rangers October 14th. She what? She got, she got us two tickets to the Rangers oh, game. Oh, okay. So we're going to see the Devils and the Rangers. My daughter Allison taking us. They, they were close last year, I think. Yeah, right? Well, they were close last year. So yeah, but uh, how about our Islanders out here? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's another story. Right, that's a that's a big, a big sto- uh, story. Who's in, you know Larry or or Brian? Who who uh, any dignitaries attend these Blue Mass events? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Can you give anybody a plug that you sure. want to thank for attending them? We've sure. asked Father. I mean, um, Peter King. Right. I'm not sure if his schedule um, will allow this year. Correct. You know, but. Uh, we did reach out to his office. Right. I so think he we'll went see. to the one that Brian Moore's. Right. Boy, but our good buddy always goes to mine, Bill yes. Gaylor, right? Bill yes. Gaylor, Bill? Yes. Bill is pro cop, and uh, we know. also put out to Jack Martins. I think he'll be, I mentioned the uh, um, right. staff, you know, about the um, the mass also. Yeah, Jack, uh, you know how far back Jack goes on with me when I, he's a lot younger than me. But when he was the mayor of Mendiola, he'd come on the show here. Right, right. And that goes back. And also, uh, Bill, uh, Brian Curran always comes. You know, Curran. Brian, yeah, Brian yes, yes, yes. They're very supportive. If yeah. I've asked them, I tell them what's going on. I will mention it about, um, I mentioned it to Jack Barnes. I mentioned it to Brian Curran. And right. Bill, I mentioned also. Yeah. Which we'll see him Tuesday. Yes. yes. Unlike city politicians, the politicians uh, out in Long Island, Nassau, and Suffolk, very pro. Absolutely. Cop. 100%. Very pro law enforcement. Right? Absolutely. It's got different flavor in, in the city. Absolutely. You know? So we, uh, I know, I'm appreciative when they come on the show and, you know, we're talking about good feelings. I feel great right. with them because they're so, it, you know, even though they didn't walk in our shoes, they right. still have a good insight. Yeah, but they give us the support behind us that we need, whether it be legislation exactly. yeah. or bills to be passed. I mean, we needed money for the bulletproof vest that came through for yeah. us. Uh, the upgrade in weaponry, which transit was the first city with the Absolutely, nine. and the dogs, too. I can give you guys a plug. Thank you. The dogs and Thank the automatic uh, through uh, my old friend, Bill Bratton, oh, yeah. when he took over. He was he, yes. he gave me my sergeant shield. Oh. of 90, yep. Uh-huh. Still got the picture on the wall. Absolutely. It's the FOP 69. They're honoring Gary Hughes. Used to be the yes. councilman right by yes, the uh, sure. in the Seaford Wanto area, Definitely. stuff like that. Very, very pro cop. Always you was. Know. Yeah, always yeah. was. He has a jewelry store, and right. he's you know. Well, he's without their support, we can't. You know, we need that support. Very, it's a shame we guys don't have that in the city. You know, it's just the opposite. Gary Hughes, the former uh, town of Hempstead, right. correct councilman, who's retiring as a councilman. Right. Yes. But he still has his business. I don't know. I can't plug businesses too much. But uh, <laughs> Gennaro Jules, yes. right? Okay, I didn't say it, but you <laughs> said it. <laughs> you know, and, and he still does that. And he's, by the way, he's got anything that you need related to any police oh, yes. department, True. organization, right? And he, he's a gentleman. He's a Absolutely. man of his word. Absolutely. I, I've met him a number of times. Absolutely. From when the kids were soccer fields and stuff like that, he was there and you needed yeah. something and you got it done. 
Do you know who else I met at the Long Island Shields? You, you go to Long Island Shields, right? I mean, we, oh, yes, yeah, yes. The one with uh, Richie Petito. Um, X Ranch, I give him a plug. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Jack Darcy, years. why not, right? Okay, right. Um, was uh, yeah. Saladino. He, he used to come to oh, meetings, yes. too. Yes, he yeah. comes to meetings also. So, uh, and like I said, I see him a lot at those meetings, the FOP, the police memorial we go right. uh, once a year in May. Um, right. I guess that's like my incentive just to keep going. Well, you know what happens? Uh, yeah, relatives and the family coming on the job, and and some, you know, been on the job and retired. And I tell them when you be, when you get into our business, you can only do what the four of us are doing. We, it's like we're all related because we can understand each other. Nobody, like you said before, they can't comprehend, and you lose your childhood friends. Because you can't speak the same language anymore, yeah, right? But you know, some different agencies, just, but this, we, we all walk the same ground. Yes. Same. But, but same aside thing. aside from that, you can't have a conversation no. with someone that hasn't been in, in the law enforcement business. No. You they know, because you get, this, get the stupidest questions. How come they shot them? Like, I, uh. I, I'm going to go back to a DA answering one time, and I'll blow my horn a little bit. In uh, my partner and I, the guy got hit with 12 bullets. I have to tell you that. Okay, it was a, a homicide. It was a homicide. We were after him. So the DA says to me, how come you shot him six times? I said, that's all the bullets my gun with home. Right. Well, that was my answer. My so wife always says, why don't you guys shoot for the uh, for Oh, legs? for the knees, the hands, that's all. I said, why don't you shoot, shoot for the toes? I mean, I don't shoot get a, it. Shoot the gun out of his hand. And what is the, what is the phrase we all know? You shoot, you shoot to stop. That's it. Shoot yes. to stop. That's yes. it. Yeah. And uh, John Hennessy is laughing because he can relate. He can relate to that. Exactly. Why can't he shoot the gun out of his hand? I, I, but but here's the best question. The but like but, but I have to give you the best question. I think you'll appreciate this, right. uh, Brian. Is uh, when you carry off duty gun, people are like, is that loaded? <laughs> no, but I am. Is that loaded? I'm yeah, like, I know think? that. Well, you see, I'm there was like that shooting in the college uh, down in Atlanta, hmm. and the girl came at him with a knife. The right. two cops, and they said, yes. so they they shot her. Unfortunately, she died. But they said, well, why did they shoot her in the leg? Oh, yeah, why don't they shoot her like the finger? You know, like right. what do you yeah, think that you just sit this and all right? Let me aim. I know. You know, no, they should let everybody go through this training and let them see what it's like. It's hard to hit them anyway. No, no, exactly. <laughs> to shoot a chief five shot chief and, and aim for a hole, like the little hole. Yeah, no. that's, the off, that's he's talking about uh, the old off duty revolver. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I'm still stuck in the off duty. I can't help it. Lombardo. I can't help it. You know, they got to uh, him. I'm drifting. We're going to no. talk about the blue mask. No, no, no. But there is an eight round revolver. Is there? Yeah, oh, yes. Okay. There is, which is great. And it shoots super valves and uh, what the heck do you call that? The heavy-duty rounds. Okay. But it fits in. It's a 22 long. Oh, yes. But us old-timers, that it's used to revolvers, <laughs> you know? So, uh, but all right, the blue mass is important. And yeah, I hate to say it, but like, we do a list of people that we lost. And we, it's getting, the list keeps getting Absolutely. bigger and bigger because there's so many related, right? 9-11 also. Right? That we trip to 9-11. Absolutely. Yeah, all the cancer things that are happening. Absolutely. Right? Uh, and that's, so it's, it's, it's important. I want to get contact numbers for people that are interested in going. Larry, you're, you're a mess. That's which is upstate. Yeah, the, Dobbs uh, Ferry, I think you said. Well, like I said, I don't want to give out Randy's number because I don't want to get mad well, at me. Unless she calls up now and says it's okay. Oh, but could you go uh, on the website or go online or something? Uh, they can find well, out. Well, I'll uh, give you the information. It's Our Lady okay. of Pompeii Church. P O M P E I I Church, ninety five Palisade, P A L I S A D E Street, Dobbs Ferry, New York. It's the fifteenth of October, ten fifteen Mass, and reception to follow. Okay, and that's a similar what we're right. doing, Brian. Parks so, here. So we have um, it's St James Parish. It's right. in Seaford. 
It's on the corner of Hicksville Road. If you just Google it, St. James Parish, Seaford, right. it's the only one there. Um, it's right on the corner, like I said. Of, I think it's... Uh, it's Seaford, Wantall, yeah, it's, all it's, that big well, it, that's what it, is. it takes Hitchville, in, uh, right. It's all so, over, oh, yeah. You know, area, there's, yeah. No, not, there's not like one town where all our parishioners are from. You right. know, there's Plain Edge right there. It's, uh, um, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, uh, it's a good parish, you know. Yeah. Uh, we have good priests. And uh, actually, one of the – John Horn, who started this with me, right. um, retired cop, is actually now becoming a deacon. So in oh. May – so he'll actually be up on the, on the altar – um, oh, this nice. mass, nice. and then, but next year he'll actually be a, a full deacon. Wow, interesting. Um, yeah, you see more. Actually, uh, I know a couple of cops that have become deacons. Yes, it's just you um, know. Well, hey, they have that need to to do good. They we, do. We were the just calling. talking about. What were we talking about? Father Cardone, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Father oh. Cardone is yes. a former city cop, and I think New York yeah. State Diplomatic Service. And his story is a little unusual, but uh, I met him at the Holy Name breakfast wow. years, four, a few years ago. Very dedicated to, to police work and to the uh, cops. And my good buddy, Joe, Father D'Angelo, just had his, um, right. um, what do you have, 9-11 mass at Sacred Heart yeah. like about a week or so ago. And well, He's, he's the chaplain of everything, pretty much. But, right? but, but you, know what, you know what I want to give a plug to? Yes, and, go and right if you don't mind, is um, oh, yeah. uh, whether it be National County Police or New York City, the employees' assistance units, when you call them, like Detective Jones, Tracy Jones, I'm like, I'm doing a blue mask, she puts it out there. Well, good. They'll send people. They'll come. Oh. Um, I've done it with the city. Uh, Father Joe D'Angelo uh, got me involved with um, right. Bishop uh, Commissioner Crump at the time. Yeah. And of course now Power Rider, right, former Limburg kid. You know. So. Yes, of course. But <laughs> um, but they but they no problem. They, they sit with you. They'll they'll get the bagpipes. Wow. They'll get everything organized on their end. Yeah. When I did the New York State uh, Knights of Columbus at St. Agnes, we could have had more than enough people to really set yeah. this thing up uh, two years ago. Yep. And I got to give, the, like I said, to the National Police, the New York City Police, if you go to those internal units, they will support they you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I got to ask you this, because, you know, we all know cops, once they they retire, they retire. What keeps you guys, you two guys, you know, whoever wants this, you know, uh, pretty much stay active, and, and a lot of it's connected to our previous uh, work that we did, uh, uh, Larry, well, why do you? Because you could lay, you could lay out in Florida if you want, like no, you know, no, my but wife I know that. Leave. My wife has <laughs> that's what I mean. So you're so. still doing all this cop stuff. Um, well, that's just it. You know, I still meet with my Romeo group, and you probably say, "What's a Romeo?" Right? Okay. We tied all men eating out. Oh. So we have about we have one guy who came <laughs> on the job in 1955. Wow. We have um, uh, that's Joe Kellett. We got mm. Jim Gordes, Pat Kime, myself, Freddie Fuswinkle. <laughs> Um, uh, Ralph Lembi, Lembi. Yeah, but you're still we staying just, in your active. In other words, a lot of guys. Yeah, are, oh, we I get can't. together, we talk stories. You know what I mean? Or if oh, I'm right. having an event, you come. It's like it's like networking. You guys get together. The FOP 100. Yeah. Um, the Long Island Shields, the Yankee Club. Correct. I just, but, but my point is yeah, that a lot getting, of guys that retire yeah. can't wait to get out of town. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, right, Brian? Yeah. Oh, I get to a couple of the uh, events and stuff like that right. through Timmy Model. Timmy right. Model keeps everybody connected. Oh, he does. Through, he does. Uh, right. I joined the Shields because of Timmy right. Model. Yep. I joined the FOP Lodge because of Timmy uh, Model. I mean, right. I stay. I mean, I s still work. I'm right. retired from the police department, but I, I work full time, and I still, you know, yeah, children do. and stuff like that. Correct. So, but. Uh, you know what? We're young. One of the things with the police department is you retire, you can retire young. That's right. And, uh, and it's nice. Right, which is exactly what I did. Oh, you did? Went on a wow, 21 amazing. out of 41. Wow. But wow. Uh, but I still keep in touch with the guys that I came on with. Yes. You know, um, and a group of guys that I met up in the 28. Yes. You know, it's uh, not that you see each other all the time, but when you see each other, you, you know. Well, we have a lot, a lot exactly. in common. 
Oh, in three minutes, I want to promote the Blue Mass, the uh, Dobbs Ferry first. That one for Yes. Yeah, uh, Our Lady of Pompeii Church, 95 Palisade Street, Dobbs Ferry, New York, October 15th, 10.15 a.m. Mass, being coordinated by our good friend, retired detective uh, Randy Jurgensen. Right. Reception to follow, and I hope to see people up there. Brian, let's remind the people uh, about October 1st and St. October James. 1st, St. James, 12.30 Mass. It's in, located in Seaford. Um, you can Google it. It's uh, right on the corner. Beautiful Mass, 12.30. We have the bagpipes there. We have refreshments after. Everybody's welcome. Well, great. Well, you know, I always encourage those who can wear, have a uniform, come Correct. in uniform. Oh, good. Or with me, as I've always put the badge on the outside. Of the I can see that, yeah. Just, uh, you know, so you know. Listen, I don't wear, I live in the closet most of the time, so I might as well try to use it a little bit, right? <laughs> We do encourage uniforms if yeah. you guys have yeah. them. You oh, know, we oh, like oh it. great. You do encourage that. Yes. That's good. We have to, we have Police, to fire, that, so. any, any, you know, EMS, EMS. Any, anybody that wants to first responders, uh, wear a uniform. Where You know, we really would like it. Uh, but if you don't have one, still come. I burned mine. Oh. I think when I left. <laughs> you, you, know, uh, you, you know, I used to go to Washington, uh, D.C., on the police and well every year. And a lot of retired guys put the uniform on for that. You know? Yes. And but then you see the guys with the transit patch. I saw them at the police memorial. The old transit yeah. patch. Um, yeah, Joe yeah. McGowry and a few yes. other guys. Yep. Wow. So That's nice. That's history. That is know? history. Yes. Uh, Everybody wants to collect our history. Remember that. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, listen. It was great having uh, you on, uh, and John Hennessy on this, for this, this hour. Uh, Larry Lombardo. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. For, for being here promoting the Blue, blue Mass. I'll so see you soon. Our Blue Mass. I'll absolutely. see you soon. Another one. Yes. Brian Fox, thanks for Thank being. Chief. And uh, again, good luck. God bless, as they say. And uh, I'll, uh, absolutely, look at that. Beautiful. All right, then this is uh, Lou Talano, and I'll catch you later. been listening to Streetwise on the station that serves your community, WGBB AM 1240 and W240DF-FM 95.9. The views expressed in the previous program did not necessarily represent those of the staff, management, or owners of WGBB.